Welcome to Resilience Unraveled. Hi everybody and welcome to Resilience Unraveled, a podcast that examines all aspects of personal and organisational resilience. A huge all-encompassing subject that covers the ability to thrive in life by harnessing your cognitive, emotional, physiological and contextual abilities. I share stories from people who have thrived despite remarkable obstacles, as well as highly successful practitioners and experts across a range of topics. And this podcast introduces their amazing stories and expertise, as well as my own reflections, perspectives, strategies and tips, which come from my own synthesis of themes and trends from wider learning. You can go to qedod.com forward slash extras to access offers, tools and resources, including free articles and ebooks. For those of you that would be interested in supporting our work and contributing more proactively, you can find our new Patreon page at patreon.com. Then search for Resilience Space Unraveled. So, let's get started. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome back to Resilience Unraveled. Um, today, I have uh, Derek Newborn with me, who um, is a fine figure of a man. He's sitting in front of me. His muscles are rippling in every sense of the word. I mean, this is a male physique, somewhat akin to my own, as if I, if I, you know, basically cut my head off and put it on top of you of some Adonis figure. So hi, Derek, and nice to meet you. How's it going? Nice to meet you as well. <laughs> it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Um, where in the world are you? I can hear that accent is rippling with Americanness. Where are you? That's right, I am in America. I live in um, Fort Myers, Florida. In the oh US yes, of A. I know it well. Yes, off holiday around the corner from there on a regular basis. So, uh, oh really? Just down the road in the Naples bit, a little bit lower down from yeah. you. Yeah, that's like uh, about twenty minutes away from where I actually yeah. live. For sure. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Well, we're I'll wave it's to pretty you pretty much neighbors. <laughs> Almost neighbors. Every now and then, we'll be neighbors. <laughs> so, tell me a bit about yourself, um, uh, Derek. Uh, what is it that you do? So I am the owner of um, Derek Newborn Fitness, which is a worldwide online um, health and fitness coaching program, mind, body, and and spirit. Um, and I'm also the owner and creator of the newbornblueprint.com, which is a essentially a website to help struggling men or men that have had massive emotional or mental setbacks and are trying to reclaim their um, truth and reclaim their connection to the to the world excellent so so um i'm guessing there must be a story to have led you to this place so tell me a bit about yourself and how this all got yeah how this all came together yeah so essentially um i was in the fitness world as a personal trainer um and built that to a successful level and then was discovered by a modeling agency and became a fitness model. And that also blossomed and became really successful. And the more and more I went down that path, the more and more I lost myself emotionally and mentally um, until essentially it all crashed and burned every relationship that I had with friends or family essentially went down. So the more successful the outer shell of me became and the more 
my body changed, the more recognition I got for my physical appearance, the emotional and mental aspects were going in the opposite direction until essentially crashed and burned. Um, brought on massive clinical depression, uh, two suicide attempts. Uh, and through that whole journey, I had to face the fact and realize that I had become um, a narcissist. So I had to start doing the work to unravel where that even started, how, why it's even a part of my life. Um, and that eventually, now I have the newborn blueprint to essentially throw out all my mistakes out to the world so they can hopefully use it so they don't have to go through those years of darkness that I went through. Blimey. Okay. Well, thank you. Brilliant start. So yes. let's, let's unpack a little bit of that if we may. Um, sure. You say you lost yourself. Tell me, tell me a bit. I mean, a lot of people talk to us, talk to me about that. You know, tell me who, you know, help me remind myself who I am. T tell me mm -hmm. what you think. Well, tell me what it's like to go through that process and tell me what you think it's about. As far as losing myself. Mm. Yeah. So I always, you know, I had this dream vision of my life and it was, man, it would be nice to, you know, make a career out of being in shape and being in the fitness world. What a, what a great way to make a living and to be successful at that. And I, I achieved that. And then, you know, either my partner at the time, she was somebody I had fallen in love with before I even met her. Essentially my dream girl at the time got that relationship. So, and I had everything in my mind that I thought I needed to be happy and successful. Like I achieved everything. Yeah. And on the inside, due to my personal issues from the past and, and growing up and stuff, I was extremely empty on the inside. And when I, when I was empty on the inside, I constantly did self-sabotaging behaviors to try to find that peaceful feeling that I, that, that, that kept escaping me. So that leads to, um, cheating, lying, hurting the people that I love the most for the, because the only thing I was concerned about was trying to fill this emptiness yeah. and I was doing whatever it took to, to do that. So that's how I knew I had lost myself. Cause if you look at, if you looked at my life, you'd be like, that guy's doing great. And on the inside, it was, I was just so disconnected. So what was the source of the emptiness? Um, it stems from uh, abandonment issues okay. that had, had shown up through my childhood, um, through a previous divorce. Um, there was a lot that, so essentially I had this massive fear of abandonment. So my fear of abandonment outweighed any love I had for my, for my girlfriend, any love I had for my family. I was just focused on not being abandoned. Yeah. And that leads to me betraying a lot of people, essentially. As long as I didn't get, didn't get abandoned, I didn't really care. So, it's, but of course, the very process of not being abandoned pushes people away and ends up making you abandoned. At the yes, end. So that's right. So, the, so everything I work, essentially everything I worked so hard to avoid, yeah. I created based on my self-sabotaging behaviors, which is yeah. why I'm so, you know, I'm so passionate about, um, the newborn blueprint because i feel it's there's a lot of valuable information that needs to be out there and for men i feel like it's hard for men to come by 
because I know I wish I had something of this to kind of use as a compass, you know, yeah. through that journey. Take us, take us a little bit through um, your views of what a narcissist are and what that's like then as well, please. Yeah, so essentially, I was a full-blown narcissist because, as I mentioned, it was all about me. Yeah. So obviously, like I said, I had abandonment issues. Well, everybody has some kind of issue that they're working through, right? Yeah. But for me, I don't, as a narcissist, I don't care. I need to make myself feel good. So if that means telling another person what they want to hear for my gratification, then so be it. If it's taking advantage of somebody by doing them a favor and then using it against them later on, yeah. you know, um, it's all self-centered around me as the narcissist and the narcissist doesn't really is not concerned with the repercussions or the damage that they create um, so really they're just adding to the cycle yes of it and and for those of people who aren't familiar familiar with narcissism it's part of a kit of dog personality traits and if you've got one you've often got the the, the works haven't you so so obviously you've started to work on this narcissism what, what what have you what have you done to tackle that uh, the first thing I had to do was address the abandonment issue. So I have yeah. to connect, I have to connect myself to um, my truth. And I have to truly believe that, you know, no matter who comes and goes in my life, no matter what my financial situation is, I'm not going to be abandoned. So personally, for me, I went the spiritual route and I keep connected to the higher power is never going to leave me abandoned. So whether it's God or whatever you want to call it, I know that that is always with me. So in the past, if girlfriend broke up with me or I didn't have anybody to hang out with, I would go find somebody to entertain me for, for the day or the night or the weekend yeah. or whatever. So now I'm able to, you know, do things alone. I'm able to be, happy with myself be content with with myself um but that was the main thing i had to do i had to address the abandonment issue i had to recognize it i had to be honest with people about why i do or say things um and then from there it's just kind of reversing trying to reverse engineer everything that you've done yeah and have you had therapy have you found that a, and if you have have you found that a useful process I've had, yeah, I've, especially after my first um, suicide attempt, obviously you have to go through some therapy and all that. And I've done several different um, versions of therapy, conventional therapy, rapid eye movement therapy, et cetera, et cetera. And I found the most effective therapy was me essentially reconnecting with my past traumas yeah. and having me work through it because it's i i felt that therapy was kept reliving the bad yeah and it's hard for me to see myself as a new person if i'm reliving you know what i mean i could reliving it but i need yeah, to be totally. learning from it and applying it to to the new thing so yeah. um i had to do therapy i don't it wasn't that beneficial for me i'm kind of i kind of have to learn the hard way whether it's good or good or bad it seems like so so time alone and with the ugly truth really helped me 
Yeah, and that's therapy in itself. I mean, therapy was it's therapy with a small T, isn't it? You know, there's lots yeah. of different types, as you say. And so, mm-hmm. and so, you've come to build this website, uh, and you say yes, it's sir. for men, but not just men, but it's for modern men. So, what do you? Um, how how do you define this difference between a man and a modern man? Uh, the I feel like it, the modern man is somebody who is comfortable with them with themselves and knows exactly who they are. So I feel like, you know, modern society is, it's very easy for a man to lose himself in whether it be social media, whether it be sitting around watching sports all day, there's nothing really in modern society that a man can step into his life. It's more about keeping you controlled as a man. And obviously it's, very rare for a man to even talk about struggling mentally or being a narcissist or whatever you know what I mean Um, like somebody in my position who full-time model all the attention you know physically you could easily get sucked down that path you know especially with like I said social media tv etc so it's very easy for guys to get wrapped up in um, not connecting with themselves if that makes sense. So no, I feel but, like a modern man is somebody that takes ownership of the good and bad in his life and is always trying to yeah. improve it. Do you think... Uh, it's interesting to characterize it. I, I thought you were going to say something else when you talked about modern men because I've had people on here again who have been... Um, you know, um, who tend to be, be redefining the role of men in a modern context, but you're not really saying that at all, are you? You're actually saying men themselves need to evolve somewhat. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes. I'm saying, yes, it takes, I, I believe right now it's harder than ever for a man to be a true man. Because I, I feel, especially in America, people think of men like very macho, brave, you know, work super hard, tough at everything um, kind of men. And that that belief system and that outlook on men is literally killing them. Yeah. Well, especially so many women are like that. So yeah. you've got women right. who are exhibiting macho abilities, but men seem to be incapable of covering the other side off so much or inventing a new side or a new set of purposes for themselves. So uh, Correct. So some of our innate things around competition and thriving and striving seem to be just out of out of whack in the modern world don't they or or yes. maybe or maybe just out of time maybe we'll need them again in the future but just not at the moment yeah and also the blueprint is also for you know partners of men that are struggling for yeah. wives that see their that see their men kind of losing their losing their path or or have been in a relationship with a narcissist it's all, yes. you know, they can add this to better prepare themselves, understand, um, because narcissists, they're not, no one's born a narcissist. Things mm-hmm. have to happen. Certain people have to show up in their life and act a certain way to strengthen a narcissist, right? You're not just born as a narcissist. So I try to, it's for men, but it's females will get a lot of benefit from it. Yes. I, I mean, I'm, I mean, it's interesting you're reading through the site. I mean, you're very heavily um, pushing a sort of health and fitness thing, aren't you? You're looking at 
physique and such like. Um, I mean, I see no problem with that, but do you think that, do you think that's part of a, an old school or do you think that's just you coming from your, from your place, which is about fitness and therefore it makes sense for you to incorporate fitness and health into your approach? Fitness kind of naturally fits with, right? It's going to be hard to, if you're severely out of, out of shape and you're not physically confident, it's going to be very hard for you to be mentally confident. And we're trying to encompass every aspect, like I said, mind, body, and spirit. And through my coaching program, when I was solely focused on fitness and connecting with those clients, I realized how much there's an emotional and mental attachment to that fitness journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they kind of, they naturally blended together and then you add in what I've learned through mine and it just blends into like one perfect piece. I don't feel like you can have one without the other to be truly re redefined. Yes. And it's interesting that the site, uh, you, sorry, I haven't said that your site is the newborn blueprint.com yes so your site yes. talks very much about thinking about men as men rather than men as part of a relationship and is that is that because of where the site is or because actually that's your position if you if a man can sort of sort himself out then they're okay wherever they're in whatever context they find themselves yeah yeah so the they got to be a man has to be completely connected to his truth if he wants to be successful when it comes to relationship. So, like, so let, me, let, I, let me, can I maybe let in there, Derek? Because people just use this yeah. phrase a lot and I'm always confused by it. What, what do you mean by their truth? What does that mean? So I believe every, every man is born with the truth, a, a reason why they're here on this earth. Right, like a purpose. Yep, yep, so like a purpose. And as they go through life and events and trauma, et cetera, their truth gets blurry and they kind of they kind of lose themselves so they go through this life unfulfilled because they know inside and the universe knows that they're not aligned with their with their truth yeah and sometimes people get so far away that they don't even want to face that they're that far from the truth because it becomes embarrassing shameful yes. hurtful etc cetera, etc cetera. so a lot of men just coast through modern society knowing that they're not living at their full potential but too scared to go down that that road because majority of time is probably going to be a lonely road so 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 this sense of purpose is it something that's is fixed at birth and you you find it and follow it or is it something you can construct and adapt as life as your life goes on it's it's something you're born with you can adapt how you use it to your what you're passionate about so like purpose for me is to help others that's why why i'm here i'm here to help others so i happen to be doing it through my fitness program and the fitness program just happened to turn into mind body and spirit program and that just happened to for me to create the newborn blueprint so if that if that makes sense it does but how do you know your purpose how do you know this truth well, you have to, that's the hard part. That's the, that's the hard, that's Hold the hard mind. work. Um, usually you can trace it back to your earliest 
days of childhood when you felt when you had no sadness. So whatever that earliest memory is, or you can trace it back to the first time you felt insignificant. Like mine, like the very, the first step to my um, abandonment and starting losing my truth was the moment that my parents divorced when I was seven or whatever. But, so then, she's, you know, you go back there and then you have to start working through through all that. Oh, this pushed me this way because of the divorce. I had to bounce from house to house. That caused me to do this. That caused me to do this. And then caused my marriage to fail, et cetera. So you go through that and all those experiences, each experience has a teacher. So every person is there to teach you something. And they're usually there to teach you to get you one step closer back to your truth. So unfortunately, if I didn't go through my downfall and lose everything, I would have never reconnected to my truth of being able to help others. Now I have the story to help to help others. You know what I mean? So I've been taught lessons but do, to reconnect but, me to my truth. But just to offer a, 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 a sort of a different take, mm -hmm. a truth that's invented so early is therefore a parental truth. Surely a truth that you discover for yourself or you craft for yourself or your decision to help others is a mm -hmm. an adult truth it's something it's an adult purpose something you've created for yourself to make sense of yourself in the world um mm -hmm. and i and i get that um so so where do you stand on that as far as the difference between the two yeah yeah it's possible well, for both you... to be true of course yeah i think you know you have to just like we have our childhood traumas, experiences, our parents had theirs and that shaped them into the parents. So we're always taught through our whole life imperfect lessons from imperfect teachers, yeah. right? Because nobody's, we all, we all have our thing. So I feel like the childhood truth, I don't, I feel like it's always there. Nobody can take it away from you because that child, you probably don't even realize it. That it's that's in there you know what i mean and i think as you get to an adult it comes out in some sort of way whether it be a positive or negative determines on the person and their current life experiences so you'll say it's possible for someone for their truth to be a lying cheating thieving murderer yeah so like well <laughs> i mean i feel like those are you don't, have to, be, you don't, you don't have to be all of them. Let's just say murderer. Because <laughs> well, the other like three I, make like, it difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so like for for me, like I said, my truth is helping people. So the my girlfriend, when I was a full-blown narcissist, she she didn't have her own voice because of her condition. So mm. she fed into my narcissism, my narcissism continued to make her not stand up for herself until she had no choice. So yeah. I was a teacher in her life to help her improve. You know what I mean? So like, a, so I'm helping people probably not, I wouldn't, I wish yeah. I could have helped a little differently, but that's kind of how the whole, whole cycle works. No, I get, everybody. I get the teacher thing because you learn from, you know, if you're sensible, you learn from negative experiences as well as positive ones. So you, you taught her a lesson of what good didn't look like. <laughs> So, yes. uh, and that's fine, isn't it? That's part of life, isn't it? That, uh, and adults, we take our choices on that. 
Yeah, fascinating. So if people want to know more about your stance and, and what you think and 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 um, what looks like an amazing, I, I may have passed the point of where that program might have had the best benefit for me, to be honest. Although I look at some <laughs> of the images on there and I'm quite envious of the ability to have that figure. But um, how do I find, how do, can people find out more? Um, I keep my social media very personable. Um, I like to connect with people on there. So uh, my Instagram is just D newborn. Yeah. And then Facebook is Derek newborn. Um, hit me up on my personal, personal page. Like I said, I, I really enjoy um, connecting with people on, on that level. Uh, or they can uh, email me through the newbornblueprint.com website, contact me there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, my social media is very personable and 100% me. Brilliant. Okay. And um, it's interesting. I see you got a new look because you're talking to me with a pair of glasses on. And, and on the, These are my uh, blue light blocking glasses. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I, without these, I can't see anything on the screen. So uh, <laughs> it's been great. Derek, thanks really so much for spending time with us today. It's been absolutely fascinating. And uh, I think, um, you know, you're right in terms of the more information we can get out there for guys, uh, the better. And, um, yes. you know, the, the point is to have, the point is not what the end of the debate is. The point is having the debate in the first place, isn't it? It's about opening up and starting to talk to people who've, who've got 100%. similar experiences, haven't you? Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, yeah I, agree. I agree. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No, you've been a star. Thank you so much. And uh, you take care. Thank you. Hi, everybody. I hope you found that episode useful and interesting. Feedback is always welcomed. And if you're in the mood to subscribe to us or even leave a comment on iTunes or Stitcher, that would be amazing. If you want to suggest ideas or even people you would like me to interview, then reach out to us at qedod.com forward slash contact. As I said earlier, you can go to qedod.com forward slash podcast for show notes or follow the links. And you can go to qedod.com forward slash extras to access offers, tools and resources, including free articles and ebooks. For those of you that would be interested in supporting our work and contributing more proactively, you can find our new Patreon page at patreon.com. Then search for Resilience Unraveled. I look forward to being in your ear next time around. Take care.